If we need to roll for initiative for the rest of this interview, we can. Saturday, Omaha. Eat this. This is Saturday Omaha. We're doing a food recognize food show with Isaiah and Scott of Dire Lion. Welcome, and how are you guys doing? Luscious, yeah, luscious is. I almost died on the way here, but you know. Oh no! What what happened? Was there was there a, a fish and chips Omaha. type accident or Omaha? Uh, well, yeah, for, <laughs> fish and chips accident. That, well, we've had a few of those, but no. just, just don't spill the oil. Pill, right, pick up the oil. <laughs> Food trucks, man. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm so glad you guys are both here. And so uh, Isaiah Renner and uh, uh, Scott Sales, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Beautiful. All right. So you guys are both the owners and operators of the beautiful uh, Dire Lion Red Food Truck. Uh, The first time I encountered you guys was actually at one of the food truck, the Food Truck Thursdays downtown. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys were down there, and I had never been to the truck before. And I'm like, man, what should I? What should I get? I got the the bangers and mash. Yes. And I'm like, uh, this sandwich is kind of next level. Um, a delicious roll, garlicky mashed potatoes with perfectly caramelized onions and sliced sausage that's just gently crisp on the outside. Mm-hmm. And it's a hunger killer. It's right. so good. Yeah, yeah, it's nap. Yeah, nap time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I always warn people, it's nap time. That's yeah. no question. Days you can't like argue this, though. With it. Yeah, when it's nice in fall and, or early spring. Yeah, that's a good one. Get, yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. But Easily uh, representative of the British cuisine, too. It's a classic. Oh, man. It's it's so good. It's so good. So, yeah. So, what what's happening with Dire Line? You guys are usually at Trucks and Taps, but you're kind of starting the 2022 year off here, kind of moving forward. So, uh, over to you guys. What's happening? Yeah. Um, Getting ready. Not a, not a lot, honestly, <laughs> right now. Um, we'll be back open uh, tomorrow, actually. Uh, so we've been kind of open on the on the weekends yeah. uh, uh, right now. So we're kind of slow rolling back into it, um, looking for some staff. So if anybody's, uh, you know, looking for a jobby. Yeah, nice. Um, Next hurdle. Yeah. What's, what's going on in the world. Oh. But, yeah, yeah, in between Scott and I, uh, by the end of last year, we were just a little burnt, a uh, little little exhausted we were running uh all five sometimes six days a week six days yeah five oh my days. gosh and, uh you know double shifts on both of them so wow this yeah. year i think we're we're trying to dial it back a little bit we'll still be open you know probably five days a week uh, eventually yeah. um but uh we're, we're gonna focus on i think a little bit more um events uh we stick we kind of stuck at trucks and taps last year a sure. lot um because that was new to me, uh, that's that was a new concept that we're trying to build up there with other food trucks. So we felt it was important to be there uh, more often than not. Uh, this year, we'd like to see more more trucks come through there. So we want to get out of the way and go mm-hmm. do other stuff. Plus, Share the wealth. Yeah. Plus, we got you know a lot of people like, hey, are you ever gonna come back to our office building? Are you gonna you know do this event or that event? And we, yeah, we didn't do that last year, but we'll. We'll get back to it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Now, are you guys are you, are you guys partners with the trucks and taps concept? Is that is that or? so? So I am. Okay. I am, yeah, and kind of by default. By extension, <laughs> I mean, by extension. you park there. The yeah. trucks there a lot. So in, I, in a way, I'm in yeah. the know, but not really in the right. say. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're no. Uh, I'm actually partners with the owners of uh, a Big Green Q. Big Green Q. Food right. truck. Um, and uh yeah they they kind of approached me with that concept well a lot of people they came to the omaha food truck association said we have this idea you know anybody interested and that was sort of 
that that sort of concept was something that I had thought about for a while. And yeah. so I just kind of, I was like, you know, seize the opportunity. Let's, let's do it. Let's go. You know. Well, so. and it's it's such a cool idea. I mean, it, it's like, first of all, it gives the, you know, food trucks a home. You have some, some uh, we'll say, base trucks, some anchor trucks that mm-hmm. are there, you know, Q and you guys, and, and both serve delicious food. And then you have the drinks that are available there, an awesome patio, and, and you know, you guys have been kind of working and revamping things and uh, put up some stuff to kind of help with the, the winter months a little bit, kind of <laughs> yeah, more recently. Yeah. Always Tried. fighting Mother yeah. Nature. Always. Oh, man. Well, well yeah, and, and that too, right? Because that's, I mean, that's got to be the consistent battle of the food truck in the open is is that weather, and yeah. maybe Trucks and Taps helps you shield at least a little bit from that. Yeah, so. uh, kind of. I mean, yeah. but 20 below is 20 below. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely still a season, but, I mean, you know, whatever you can do to kind of at least block the wind, I mean, there's yeah. a wind break. There's some heaters on the patio, yeah. too. Yeah. It, it was definitely the intention, um, whether or not, you know, that really, you know, like you said, if it's 20 degrees, it's 20, 20 degrees. degrees. and. It's it, we found that it's still kind of tough to get people out even sure. even then you know so well, um, yeah I mean does it does it change even if it's just like cloudy outside does that you know impact things if and, we knew oh. <laughs> because uh, Omaha I mean lo- love you guys here but you guys are crazy <laughs> yeah. perfectly seventy degree day yeah. no one will show up Beautiful blizzard days. two feet of snow we'll be busier and you know. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so everybody's weird. out. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some that, we, you know, maybe it's that Nebraska thing where, like, oh, there's a tornado and everybody runs and looks at it outside. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, there's four feet of yeah. snow. Let's go We're eat in outside. We're the garage. It's be fine. The tornado won't hit us. It's, the garage it's, door's open. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> well, does the, 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 the temperature and things like that, when it is that cold, I mean, does that start messing with, like, fryers and, and temperatures within the truck? Or are they pretty stable not, or uh, maybe lighten the equipment yeah. and getting it warm at okay. first right once she gets rocking not too much nothing yeah. stops the dire it's, line it's more of it's more of when we call your number you better be there that's it right. cools off fast those, yeah those yeah. chips will cool off yeah. quick we're yeah. quick <laughs> and uh yeah we get we get a lot of people walking away to get a drink we're like don't do that because it's going to be there <laughs> just come and get it well and, and i mean having had the, the fish and chips numerous times i mean you guys serve it up fast and you serve it up hot i mean it's just ready to rock so you know and if you if you get it to go you probably have to give it a little little steam vent in that yeah. uh oh, yeah. that's a go oh, yeah. container Bur- there, burp so. it before you get in the car for sure for sure <laughs> well and you're you're you know, i mean your guys's menu is so fun and you're you're always doing uh specials and mm. uh things like that and i i had stopped out there uh, a while back and it was kind of funny because i bumped into uh, uh nick maestas from uh, yo muchachos uh, right. down in lincoln yeah. Uh, he was up there, and he was getting something from, uh, is it Burning? It's not Burning Bridges. Burning Bridges. Burning Bridges. Burning, it is Burning Bridges. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah. He got a burger from them, and then uh, I got some food from you guys, and I think you were doing a, I can't, oh, it was the, it was a riff on a BLT, but it was like pork belly. Right. And the pork, I think it was a pork belly BLT is what it was. And it was so funny because this lady's walking past my table, and she turns and looks, and she's like, what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's you know that's the pork belly BLT and she's like oh my gosh I gotta go get one of those and it's so funny because she ends up and and her friends must have convinced her to get something different I think she probably ended up with fish and chips or bangers and mash which you can't go wrong any way you go and so she's sitting at the table on the other side of trucks and taps and all of a sudden I'm, I'm eating there with Nick and I hear hey and I'm like well I was like you know hey how's your food and I want to know how the sandwich was and she goes we're breaking up I'm like what. <laughs> 
She goes, yeah, yeah, we're breaking up. I decided not to go with that sandwich. I went with something else and, and is like, hey, as long as your meal's good, it's all good. It's, it's just funny, exactly. funny trucks exactly. and Yeah, yeah, the, the BRT, which... Uh, there you go. We, we actually, we redid that. We don't have a BRT anymore on the menu. So this year it's a, a Bacon Buddy, which is actually a more classic yeah. uh, mm-hmm. British mm-hmm. Uh, sandwich. Or Sarni, or you know whatever you want to call it. Buddy, yeah. buddy refers to the grilled and buttered bread um, nice. that it gets served on. So technically, we're doing a yeah. buddy, um, but it has the same. It's a smoked shoulder bacon that we put on it, and then Scott makes this absolutely awesome tomato uh, jam that goes onto it. And nice. That is it. It's simple and it's delicious. And keep it simple. Yeah, you know, get keep, three, get three or four of them. Keep it simple, keep it awesome. Well, and then I, I think I saw you guys are doing a, uh, uh, was it like like a pork pie or something like that? You had yeah, something new yeah, that you Yeah, we you're... got, jeez, uh, uh, we had smoked a pig um, last year, so we still had some uh, some leftovers of that. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, and this, it's just the things that roll with the specials. It's like I don't want to leave it in there too long. And sure. It's cold, so... Hopefully it drags people out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's why I make the hot water crust. And it's kind of a classic thing we've wanted to do, but we kind of keep it seasonal. Sure. Because you don't really want to have, like, a hot hot pork pie in July. Yeah. <laughs> hot pork pie at 100 yeah. degrees. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and even traditionally, I mean, they are, they are served cold or room temperature, which is another thing I think most, you know, culturally most Americans are kind of like, like hey, what? You, you wouldn't want a pizza hot pocket, like. 60 degrees yeah. <laughs> so yeah we just i just make them separately put the shell in there we're, we're running it i think i got i ran in today i made some more shells so i think we got about mm, 18 for tomorrow and saturday oh uh, that sounds tasty but i can always make more yep that's fantastic so i, I and, and i don't know how did you guys get your start and what what made you decide to do british fare uh. i mean Long story, short story. Yeah, like, which, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, just just let's roll with it. Just uh, your uh, medium story. How's that? <laughs> right. but, I'll, t- I'll take long too. Best of both. Um, well, actually, so there's a there is a third partner uh, in the Dire Lion, um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Dakota Kelsey, who okay. uh, he started the first. Uh, what year are we in? Three, four, four, four years. Five. Five. Yeah. This will be five. Oh this wow. Five. Oh, no, congratulations. Five. Four years. Five's a big number there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And uh, it might be six. I don't know. It's been a long time. But uh, he, he uh, you know, he kind of took a step back, and, and Scott kind of came in uh, to help me a little bit more. Um, me and Scott have actually, like, a pretty long history. He's worked uh, with, with me times. Uh, <laughs> downtown. at uh, downtown restaurants. He, I had a cafe that he worked at oh, with nice. me. Um, and so, anyways, you know, he was a part of the food truck already. He was working with me. And wanted to come in, and, and that's how he got here and where we got to. Um, but the Dire Lion, uh, it's kind of, you know, British pub food for me. So that it was kind of my my concept. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the first, the first thing you, you think about when you, you think British food, a lot of people are like, that's, what is Boring. it? White bread and Cream. beans and yada, Butter. yada, you know. I, I must I must um, admit, spice. besides fish and chips, before learning and experiencing more, I always used to say it's like nobody says let's go out and get British food tonight. Right. But <laughs> right. you guys like changed that whole so, outlook. Yeah, I hope so. And that was kind of that was kind of the a personal goal, I guess, of mine. Nice. To, I, I in food, I like the idea of taking something simple and making it into something. That is fantastic. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think that that speaks to skill. That speaks to um, 
just just a knowledge of food um, and a respect of food, you know. Sure. Um, so it was something that that I, I wanted to prove to people that British food could be good. Yeah. Um, and and it can be, and it is it is delicious. There's lots of recipes that were running across every day stuff that mm-hmm. we'd love to do or tweaking in just in america like that, like i mentioned with the porcupines yeah just tweaking it in how we as americans would kind of and, there, and there's a lot of stuff yeah. on the menu that's like that um mm. you know that we've tweaked in our own ways which if, if you're british and by the way we're not british um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just just uh fans uh you know uh, and we never claim to be. We we like to say we're Britishish. You yeah, Britishish. <laughs> nice. <laughs> merch merch coming soon. But nice. Yeah, but uh. they'll they'll know. You know that's not the way that that's. And sometimes you you get somebody with an accent come up to the truck and like you know that's in in the UK. I, uh, hold on, let me stop you there. I did my research. I I know. <laughs> right. Right. But, uh, our ketchup is thicker here than you would find in Britain. It's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. ketchup and not mayonnaise. That's, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, it's not you tomato know, sauce. Sometimes, yes. you, sometimes you play to your crowd and, um, sure. you know, your tastes, and, and, and that's kind of the name of the game in any, you know, food truck, restaurant, you know, setting. So. Yeah. Um, Dire Lion, though, it was actually a um, – are you D and D? I mean, uh, I am. I am familiar. <laughs> okay. if, if we need to roll for initiative for the rest of this interview, we can. So um, <laughs> I, I'm not so much, but Dakota was, uh, and and I hung out with that group of people um, back then. And uh, there was a, a the short short version is there was a guy who uh, in his you know campaign. Um, owned a pub in the game and it was called the dire lion oh, nice. and it was said hey you know if anything's ever done you know if you ever open anything that's what it's going to be called and then i got around to a british you know british pub food yeah and what's more perfect for a british pub food truck to be called the dire lion it just sounds it's perfect it's perfect, yeah. it's it's perfect. It's so fit. yeah <laughs> yeah it's a good fit can't deny it so we had a, an artist friend who kind of made up our crusts and everything. Um, oh yeah, because I mean that is that is one of the coolest features besides the fact that you have that that awning that sits out there, and then you have like the wham, like the huge oh, logo yeah, the was there. Wooden board. Oh and, yeah. yeah. Hand, I think we got that hand carved too, didn't we? Uh, we did. Yeah. That, that wow. was a, a, a friend of mine's uh, stepfather did that. He was just getting into like CNC, you know, milling and stuff. Yeah. Like that. And yeah, made it up for us and. That is, history, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah, and hopefully that one doesn't end up on the highway. Like well, the first, the first, the oh, first oh. one blew away, but that's you know another hazard of, of a food truck. Yeah. You forget that your sign is out there and it's not permanently attached, which ours is not. Oh, and then you leave yeah. an event. And it's just like, hey, where'd the sign go? <laughs> like, it's on the highway. It's but, a, oh no! Somebody scooped that up on three seventy <laughs> uh, somewhere south of Ord a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good book title. Somewhere south somewhere of Ord. South uh, <laughs> well, I, you know, uh, uh, having watched the uh, Great American Food Truck Race and and watching those folks that you know want to get get their start, and you know, you mentioned the sign falling off. I don't know how many times on that show, the first time they get it, they'll they'll open up the truck and you know hit a street light mm. or just you know because the space concerns are kind of tough and and <laughs> you know there's there's so much to do because you guys are you know when you go to an event you're setting up a mobile restaurant okay. from from oh, yeah. you know ground up every time every it's not time. like you walk into the building and maybe a little more so at trucks and taps but unlocking the door and setting up versus you roll out somewhere and then it's like 
holy cats, you know, we got to do all this stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. And, we, you know, if you forget that, that something, <laughs> I've seen Scott make, uh, like, a, a pastry brush, but out of, like, our, our Oh, yeah, over the wax paper. Oh, yeah, <laughs> MacGyver. Oh, that's just, awesome. You have to MacGyver some things sometimes. It's good being old, I guess. I remember shows like that. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just like, you did, all right, it works, And I whatever. got this offset spatula in, like, 30 seconds. Don't worry about it. <laughs> about it. <laughs> Avocados and wax paper, we can do anything. <laughs> just rule the world. Or, you know, and it's always an adventure when you go and you get to an event and you open up the door and it's like... Uh, what fell out of the fridge? Oh no, oh, that's God. happened a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> where oh. it's like, oh, there's two quarts of beer batter the, all the batters, the, the cornmeal batters. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's right, because you you probably prep quite a bit before yeah. you actually yeah. load yeah. up Just the to truck. Save us a minute here, a minute there. Once you get on site, to, yeah, fire everything up, and yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. My goodness. Downtown, actually, <laughs> the the downtown food truck thing. Yeah. You, you remember this? There was the the gyro shack that was down there. Okay. And yeah. so and so trucks, you know, they line up and, and basically, you know, it was mm, the rule was you you're the first truck in, you go all the way to the end. The next truck comes in, but oh, inevitably sure. somebody's always running late, you know. Sure. So there was like a spot that you know the gyro shack could like get in somewhere. <laughs> He kind of bumped us a little. So if you look at the oh. back of our truck right now, we've got a, a couple little dents, like where his. Uh, but I put, I put my own dents in there. So like, there's, a, yeah. there's a slight pita-shaped dent uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the back there. Oh, oh, that's fantastic. So, well, I, so you have me intrigued here a little bit too. I mean, a lot. But so you said you actually got your start. You you had a cafe that you guys worked together at. Right. Mm, yeah. And, yeah what what other spots did you guys work at in, in Omaha before you got this thing going? Uh, for, uh, well. I guess when we first met, it was downtown at Nosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, okay. So yeah. That's kind of where it started. So I was yeah. uh, executive yeah. chef down at Nosh Wine Lounge um, and working like crazy down there. Scott happened to live uh, in the four, lofts. Four floors above. <laughs> right oh above it. <laughs> Apparently saw me walking into work one day and just, you know, thought, hey, I could, you know, go down. Oh, yeah, well, it, it, it was a whole industry thing because I, I was working at Hy-Vee. And I needed some extra cash because, yeah, I was living at a condo downtown and the mortgage is not cheap. No. Uh, so I was like, yeah, there's fine dining downtown. You know, I'll look into some of these places. I just need part time. Yeah. And I went over to Spencer's a lot. So there's topic of the day, too. So a good restaurant. Downtown, yeah. Yeah. Spencer. Glenn Wheeler down there. Yep. Uh, and some of the uh, uh, lovely bartenders down there had bit gone to Nosh and was like, hey, you know, we hear that the crew over there needs some help. Yeah. Yada. Which was me. By the way. <laughs> yeah, which was by yeah. So I ended up going in there one day, yeah, and just, uh, yeah, putting in an application. I, I can only imagine him looking at my app going, wait, this guy's been cooking since, like, 28 years. Forever. Trained at the Omaha Country Club, worked under Lionel Javier for a while. Wow. And just, like, all this stuff, and it's a little bit, like, no, this guy's going to come over and nosh and just, like, <laughs> take over are, or something. You get that. You know, you get that, that application. You're like, oh, man, you know, this person's gunning for my job. Right? Yeah. Overqualified. Yeah. 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 And I was like, nah, I just, I just want some just some extra cash. And then, yeah, and then the high V ended just not panning out. And, sure. Because I like a little more. 
dancing and stress in my life. So right, right. I, I have a professional kitchen. I have, I have heard it coined as the sweaty ballet. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and the dance that is performed <laughs> in the kitchen. So, <laughs> yes, sweaty, sweaty. So, so are are you guys are you, are you guys classically trained? Did you learn on the job? Did you stage places? What? How, how did you get going yes, there? A, a B C. Yeah, all the above. Yeah, really, I think I think we well. Yeah, to stick a crawl on some people's throats. I mean, yeah, I did the culinary school thing, but I've got seven years, but no piece of paper. Oh, interesting. And it just turned out being one of those things of this is an actual craft. So I can can do that route. I can go a piece of paper, but then where am I going to end up? How am I going to pay for it? So on and so forth. I can do the same thing and get paid. And that's kind of how I kind of came up through it and fell, you know, Ah. trenches and up. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, kind of kind of ditto for me. Um went to Metro. Uh-huh. Um I started out with kind of like a pastry um background. I I wanted oh, cool. to, wanted to go into pastry initially. Yeah. Um worked at a lot of bakeries. I was like a cake decorator manager for a year and a half at Wheatfield, so oh, I sure. made like a thousand cakes a day. You, was, you, the strawberry wedding cake, like you've made a few of those? Yeah, he's shaking his head right now. You can't that's, see this. That's um, PTSD. Or, oh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. I will never speak of it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that, and that place was bananas. And um, uh, while I was working there, um, the, the hours, you know, so first of all, I knew in a bakery setting you're gonna to have to come in early sure you no know, it's it's an early morning early start thing but it just progressively kept getting earlier for me until <laughs> <laughs> they, they like started you at 9 p.m at night and you and, just didn't leave yeah and I was, yeah yeah i was like this is not a graveyard shift but it pretty much is you know um yeah and i don't know uh i just um i i ended up getting laid off there um sure. because of I don't know, bad quarter, whatever reasoning they gave me. Whatever, they, yeah. They replaced me with somebody else, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I I went to work for a catering company uh, here in Omaha. After that, uh, Guggenheimer. I don't I don't know if you know of them, but they did like the Holland. Uh, oh, sure. I was working at TD Ameritrade. That that was kind of my home base there. So working in one of their kitchens each you know, uh, building had a kitchen and I was like the chef of one of those, you know, kitchens. Um, and then did some kind of like weekend stuff like down at the Holland, down at, uh, Orpheum, uh, and a number of other places that they were uh, working and catering in as well. Um, and, and kind of got a little more experience that way. Uh, so, um, did that. I worked uh, a bunch of different places um, in between, from fine dining to steakhouses to, you know, um, I don't know. I, I, I think right before Nosh, I was working at Crave, which was in Midtown. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, during that time, I was, I, was kind of, I was working like three jobs. I, I was like still trying to do the bakery thing, so I was working at Jones Brothers Cupcakes sure. in the morning. And then I was working at Crave as, like, a prep shift, like, after that. And yeah. then they would call me in on the weekends because they would always get slammed on the weekends to come in. And somewhere in between that, uh, a friend of mine from culinary school called me up, said, hey, can you come help me with this thing next Saturday? Um, 
and she was the original chef down at Nash Mine Lounge. Oh, okay. So that's how I ended up there. Um, you know, I, I went and helped her with that. And she was like, hey, listen, you know, I, I really need some help down here. I totally give you a job. I'm like, go over it, call up Crave. I'm like, yeah, see ya. I don't know. <laughs> like, that, was, <laughs> yeah. that was quick. Bye, guys. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, that, that's I, – I, 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 had, I had told you before we, we got on the mics or this would not be a job interview, but I, your, your history is really uh, just awesome to me. And, I, I mean, the, the, the breadth and depth of experience of working at different places that you two are bringing to that truck – is fantastic. Oh yeah, my goodness. Yeah, a lot of years. So there's, there's. I mean, talk about heart, soul experience, and then uh, now We're I old guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and and I mean, that's got the uh, <laughs> the, the uh, he's the, laughing because it's coming from me. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is one part where the the uh, the uh, auditory medium of radio did not quite catch the the expressions that <laughs> that happened right there. But uh, yeah, the uh, but you know now you guys you know having been executive chefs and 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 working at all these different places, you get to craft your own menu and do the fun things that you want to do and and uh scott i think you said you know it is i, I know i just said craft but mm -hmm. it, it is a craft it's allowing you to be creative you're not uh beholden to the the corporate menu or, or the whatever yeah, you yeah. know that, that that's a very good point i mean it's it's a craft and it's also an art yeah and that art part is what lets you get mad that's right. <laughs> Sorry, passionate. Oh, oh, passionate. passionate. Yes, things. yes. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 well, and, and, and the food truck, too. Uh, I was talking with uh, with somebody recently. Actually, Brady Hess uh, uh, up at Site One. He's, he's recently uh, oh, right, yeah. uh, chefing mm -hmm. over there doing some of his barbecue stuff. But anyway, we were talking about, uh, you know, being in the kitchen and not being able to see the results of your work all the time because, you know, it goes out the door and you, you may or may not see it. But the food truck is kind of neat because if you've got it sitting out there and somebody's eating, you can see those smiles on the faces. Oh, hey, it's break time here on the podcast. And speaking of smiles, if our show puts a smile on your face, maybe consider giving us a positive review on Google or Apple Podcasts and head on over to FatterdayOmaha.com to check out some of the other stuff we do in the written form and also TV. And if you're not already, maybe give us a follow or a like on social. We do really appreciate you being part of our growth as a show and continuing this fun journey of Saturday. So anyway, let's get back to the show. Sitting out there and somebody's eating, you can see those smiles on the faces. Oh, yeah. or, 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 or like yourself, I mean, they'll, you'll come up and actually let us know. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is the best. That's, that was so. unheard of before. I mean, every once in a while you get somebody who would make an effort like, hey, tell the chef, yada, yada. But that very few, few and far few in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very rarely. And, and that was more on if the server remembered to tell you. Sure. You know, it was never... I mean, I, I wish more people would have the cojones to actually walk back to the swinging door and just be like, hey! <laughs> of course, I can understand why people don't, because, yeah, like I said, the the, ma the passion yeah, yeah. The passion might leak out. Yeah, well, and, and, and it's passion and you have knives. <laughs> yes. So there is that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Some can throw them. 
Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like there's a whole other story there. Um, I, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This isn't the Kitchen Nightmares episode. No, no, no. no I'm going to go into those. I, I've, I've, I've heard, I've heard tell and stories, and you know, of course, you know, I don't know how many arguments get settled in the walk-in or whatever, but that's, uh, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> but uh, walk-ins for love time. Oh, 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 okay, okay. So no, no, no. It's a nice there. So, <laughs> so no, no anger, no anger in the walk-in. No, but okay. yeah, yeah. Going back to the food truck. Yeah, it's nice. We'll have. You know, at least people that'll come up and, uh, especially like we mentioned for the English and British, they'll come up and be like, oh, yeah. spot on. That's awesome. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, a lot of times they're hesitant beforehand and then they come back and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, When okay. we were doing the Downtown <laughs> Thursdays, we had a group of, uh, I think they were def- well, obviously they're RAF guys that would come up for lunch. Really? Consistently for, I think it was about a month, yeah. three, four weeks in a they row. They found us, too. They've been up to... Yeah, and they've been to TNT, TNT once yeah. or twice. I don't know if they've rotated out of wow. the country by now, but yeah, I mean, that's always just kind of a feather in, feather in the cap. I was gonna... How, how, I mean, how cool is that as, as a chef creating this menu for a cuisine that you did not grow up with and then have somebody that's like, you just brought me home a little bit, guys. Oh, yeah, right. I and, mean... Yeah. And, and oh, that's man. totally the intent. That, totally the intent for those. For, for those, you know, chaps, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, that's, I mean, and, and, you know, fish and chips is a must. And, you know, you guys serve them with some awesome curry fries and those mm-hmm. always come out hot. And um, as as an American lover of ketchup, I also appreciate their uh, steak fry size so that I may scoop large amounts of ketchup if, <laughs> yes. if I want to. Um, and the other thing I really enjoy about your menu, too, I mean, not only do you have the fun, you know, specials and rotations, but I like the variety that, that you can get, you know, with a cock and dock or any of those things where it's like, oh, I can get you know, shrimp, and I can get chicken, and I can get fish all in one go. And coming from the uh, Saturday Omaha side of the microphone, when we go eat somewhere, I want to eat the whole menu, right? I I, I don't want to just go try one thing and be like, okay, this is what it's about. I need a good cross-section, and you guys do that in, like, one combination, which I think is totally fun, too. Mm. So that's that's super awesome. Cool. Well, I, I, I better make sure I get a chance to ask you some, some places you guys like to eat. Uh, so, of course, on Food Recognized Food, we want to know where people in the restaurant industry like to eat. So we will start in these local Omaha Lincoln's types areas. Where do you guys like to go? I mean, besides Dyer Lion, of course, because that's a given. <laughs> no, we're sick of that. Um, no, that- <laughs> again. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have to eat it all at the end of the night if there's leftovers? You're like, <laughs> okay, uh, Scott. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, sometimes a pound and a half of chips. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I guess that one wrong. That's the chip challenge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, going out is is uh, interesting as as working chefs and chef owners um, we honestly don't get I don't get been out a there. lot of time well, especially to go working out. six days a week yeah. and, and I know you got families too so right. you know. um, yeah. and uh, uh, but but uh, some of the places in Omaha that I've liked and, and it, like it's not even new but like La Bouvette downtown is one of my most favorite places um, and uh, just getting like just the simplicity but like the flavor that you get and then the experience that you get down there is yeah. is um i i think it's it's it all brings it together for me um 
Yep. It's, you got to give yourself a couple of hours when you go down there. Mm. That's for sure. But no, uh, that's part. Of it. Yeah, and and you know, I I, I I I must confess, I haven't been down there yet, and I've had you know uh, at least one guest mention that and just say you know, and I've had people or I've heard that it's you know as close to a cafe in Paris as you're going to get mm-hmm. here in yeah. Omaha. <laughs> um, it, you know, first time in there, what should somebody get? I mean, what's you know? So I you know I'm I'm always a fan, and and I think that their menu might rotate a bit. And sure. Like I said, I haven't been there in a while um but the cassoulet that they do is just it's amazing it's it's one of those dishes it's the original pork and beans you know yeah (laughs) but but it's real good um that is that's what i would recommend but honestly i i don't think you can go wrong just anything i don't think you can go wrong yeah yeah and the the, uh pork riette if they have that yeah because i remember you would bring that to nosh all the time right oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'd be like, what's this? Oh, pork rare from La Bouvet. All right. <laughs> Lunchtime. <laughs> hey, where'd my stuff go? <laughs> I don't know. It was in the walk-in last time I saw it. I mean, you go in there. There's nothing left. Well, the walk-in is for love, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Omaha has such – there's so much variety here. Um, Au Courant, I think, is a great restaurant mm-hmm. that, uh, over in Benson. And uh, just there's some great chefs doing great things in Omaha. So – yeah, for sure. Yeah, see, Benson's an area I haven't, uh, I have not explored culinarily really a whole lot, to my shame, I suppose. Yeah. I'm more of the old market kind of person, so yeah, boiler room for me. Yeah. Um, never had an issue there. Uh, I mean, great cuisine, great spirits. I mean, from the bar, you know. I mean, granted, plate price is you know it's pricey, sure. but I mean, for a night out, that's kind of the one side I like doing. So boiler room. Um, on the other side of it, geez, they just had my father-in-law went to uh, Shirley's Diner. Oh, yeah, down, down on Miller. Yeah, Miller Avenue and Q. Yeah, uh, just awesome pork, like huge, huge platters. You know, like hot beef, open face, you know, gravy. Just good I couldn't diner. even see the plate because it's just gravy everywhere. <laughs> nice. Decently priced, you know, 11 12 bucks for a, for an entree and family-friendly. So yeah, those are the kind of the two extremes on mine. That's awesome. But yeah, like we said, it's few and far between that really you get to be chefy and go out and be yeah. chefy. A lot of the the food experiences, I think, you know, for me, it's uh, uh, things that we've done or, or have had the opportunity to do. Yeah. Um, we we used to do wine dinners uh, when we were down at Nosh, and so it would be usually, usually be thematic or at least based on a certain line. Okay. Of lines. Yeah. Um. But I remember doing, I was thinking about this on the way here, and I remember doing this dish um, where uh, I had a, um, it was like a filet. It might have even been a Valentine's Day special or Valentine's Day coming up. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It was a filet, and we did like a, a foie gras torchon on top of it, and we did like a parsnip puree with vanilla in it and then a little wow. tart cherry over the top of it, and it was just amazing. You yeah. Know? And that's just something like, You'll you'll go places and you can you can order that, but like us, like we're not making it out all that often, and so sure. you know. But you have to taste it, right? You quality control. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, those things. And I remember like a ratatouille that that Scott put together for one of the wine dinners yeah, that, that we fun. did. Just because again, like we've yeah. been saying, it's just one of those simple peasant dishes. But it's like you can do things with that that we did. I mean, three different color tomatoes flavored three different ways. Oh, God, we got heirloom. Eggplants and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, was, oh, it, was, and it was really nice. Good heirloom produce versus the supermarket see-through them tomatoes. That's a whole yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
see the flavor. Bye. Right, right, gone. <laughs> it, they took it. They took the flavor from the tomato. Well, that, that's an interesting. So, so being a, you know experienced chefs and working in fine dining and owning a food truck and working in a cafe and all these things. So when when you're going out to eat, I mean, and that dish shows up, how much is the the consumer brain of I want to eat this, and is is there a, is there chef analysis as as that shows up where you're looking at this dish and you kind of pick it apart and you're like I'm wondering how they did this and you know look at that or or do you just let the experience happen I, I don't know because I just how much does your work um, hmm. end up in your meal when hmm. you go out to eat I, I, Yeah, I, I mean I think that kind of depends on on the setting. You know, if we're going to the boiler room or uh, La Bouvette or Acheron something like that. Yeah. Um, Probably, I'm probably gonna look at it and go, oh man, how did how did they achieve that? I, rem- I remember going to the boiler room and getting like this. It was like a puffed. Um, God, I, it was it was almost like a like a chicharrón of, of some sort. Oh really? It, it was not. It wasn't that. It was something else that they had puffed and, and made that texture. And I was like, how how did they <laughs> how did they get there? But that is awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think if we're going. Um, just out to eat. You know, you gotta eat. You know, you're going to a ramen place or whatever. Yeah. For me, anyways, if I wasn't cooking it and the the quality of food came out and and the service was good, it yeah, that experience. That's that's kind of what I'm there for. I'm there to to taste something delicious yeah. and and enjoy my time, basically. So you're you able know? to mm-hmm. able to uh, or leave the chef's knife to the side just for a little bit and actually yeah, enjoy yeah. yourself. And I think I think that's it, especially because nothing's usually wrong. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had any experiences where it's been bad, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I've been highly Not critical when I go out. I think we'd be hesitant to, like, you know, send it back and tell them this is wrong, you know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I can't like eat this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, I guess I'm not I'm not that clinical when I go out and see stuff. I mean, it crosses my mind, but sure. I, I can't. It doesn't feel right that I would be like, mm, well, his, his batonet is actually a little <laughs> too short. <laughs> Pull out the ruler. That's not a brunoise. What are you doing? <laughs> this, this, this sauce isn't even nappe. Look, it just drips right off the spoon. <laughs> Crap, I get rid of it. No, I, well, that's because they, they'd ask you for your credentials. Yeah. And then, you know. <laughs> like, oh. uh-huh. where, where's, where's your college degree, sir? Uh, like a, oh. Uh, seven years. Let's go back to the spoon. It's clean. Clearly, yeah. I wash the dishes. Tonight. I brought my own tasting spoon with me. Thank you. It's my favorite one. So. Yeah, but I, I mean, sure. I guess, I guess, yeah. You look, kind of see how you do it. You draw ideas and inspiration from stuff sure. like that, um, or recreating it. Yeah. Yeah. If if, if oh, you yeah. want. Oh yeah, maybe. Re- yeah, you have it so tasty. You want to see? It's like, ooh, could I, could I do that or do that again or mm, you do know. a play on riff on them? Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 been tons of stuff that we see. That, that well, I, you can't really copyright a recipe anyway. But there's tons of stuff that you know you see around town. It's kind of like ah, like ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember talking to that guy at TNT about that. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, it's like you know, and then of course, depending on what the hot food of the minute is, it's like okay, do you know, do we need a chicken sandwich? Everybody's got a ch- uh, you know hot chicken sandwich right now. Yeah. You know, we we're past the, the the kale craze. We are now into oh, hot, hot chicken kale. sandwiches. Yeah. So, you know. I, uh, kale. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's a there's a, a fine line of, of of having fun with your food and making yeah. fun of your food. You know? like it's <laughs> that's fair. That's a good call. Yeah. Well, well, where else around Omaha do you guys venture out to, or might you recommend people stop at? And and if uh, we can also extend that outside of Omaha, if you would like. 
Now, you guys, are, I, I guess I didn't ask. Are, are you born and raised Omahans, or are you are you originally I, from other areas? Yeah, I'm. I've been Omaha all my life. He's from everywhere. I'm, a, I'm an so. Air Force brat, so. <laughs> so you've been. I've been. I've been everywhere. everywhere. What, we're at three states. Three states left. I need to go to Maine, Oregon. Oh, three and states left. Alaska. Oh my goodness. And that's all fifty for me. So. Wow. Yeah, Dad was in the Air Force, so Omaha's home. I mean, we yeah. were stationed here the most. So I think it was here for third to sixth grade and then gone and then graduated high school here. So Wow, wow. Yeah, but all over, all over. Nothing, no European tours, though, since my dad was in uh, nuclear missiles. We don't have many of those based uh, yes. off yes. the continent. Fair, fair. So, yeah, no, uh, and again, ironically, with Dyer Lyon, I was not one of those Air Force kids that were, like, you know, born in England and Lake and right. or anything. Like, nope. But, yeah, just was an Anglophile, fell into it. That's, um, but, that's yeah, fair. national, national change. Yeah. I mean, this is where we go the totally other extreme. I mean, I ate Freddy's. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> good, good steak burger. Um, yeah. I can't think of anything big that's. Uh, well, yeah, just any really small spots, mom and pop cafes that you bumped into or anything, and you're or maybe uh, as you were traveling the many, many places in the United <laughs> yeah. States. Well, I mean, I, my parents live down uh, in Liberty, Kansas, so I mean, there's also Arthur Bryant's. I mean, sure. some great barbecue and stuff down there. Yeah. And this is where I didn't do my homework because I'm sure there's tons of other names I could think of, but I just can't bad names yeah yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I was, no worries i was sort of thinking back to you know i traveled a little bit and i remember um one experience uh i had we we were in vegas and vegas is just that's just such a good food town sure you know um and and when you go there you know you want to hit you know at least one of there's so many chefs so many good restaurants right down if it's there. emerald or wolfgang puck or whoever's right. there yeah um, we ended up going to uh and and i had to i had to bring my wife you know kind of drag her there she's like really we're gonna go like <laughs> it's gonna be like six hundred dollars and i don't know is this gonna be worth it yes. <laughs> like uh but we went to uh bizarre meat um, oh. which is a uh, Jose. It wasn't a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> That's a district, but oh, no. <laughs> um, Jose Andreas was is the chef of Bizarre Meat there, and uh, I remember we got kind of like a, a tasting menu. It was the first time that I'd seen sort of like uh, molecular gastronomy like, sure. happening there. So he's kind of known for doing those like spherified olives. Yeah. Um, and we had got that like uh, it, it was cotton candy foie gras. Which oh wow! I was like, what? What? How, how are you even? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Wow. So yeah, came on next week at Tire Lion. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> cotton yeah. candy foie gras. So that'll be the special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's French. We'll, we'll work it out. <laughs> Only go through like twenty cotton candy machines. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you keep oh. throwing this liver right <laughs> in. I, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. What's the cleanup look like on that one? Oh man, just throwing fat around. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, um, you know an experience. And it was the first time that I'd I'd tried uh, a five wagyu, which oh just, yeah, you know you get only like a little couple maybe two ounces of it or whatever but it just melts just melted in your mouth you know and that's what i what i mean it's like that's what i want when i go out is that experience that whole thing you know try something that that i might not be able to get just anywhere going down the street so yeah well and you know memory and an experience that sticks with you years later you know Mm -hmm. so you know and then on the other uh end of the spectrum uh, there were two places uh, in a hotel 
Um, they were in the same hotel, um, Secret Pizza, which is like, it, it's, it's it's a great name. Yeah, and and it's named after the fact that it is literally down a hallway in this hotel. And if you don't know about it, you're either going to stumble onto it or you're going to miss it altogether. It, please tell me it's between like <clears throat> just regular rooms or something like that. Like it's not <laughs> not exactly. It's kind of, I, I wished it was like that. It, it's a little bit kind of like off of like a not like a food court, but like an area that had like some other yeah. restaurants. Um, and actually, the other place is is sort of next to it, right there. Um, it's called Egg Slut, and they're known for these like egg sandwiches, like this is like the perfect you know bacon egg cheese yeah. sandwich. Yeah, it comes on a really nice buttered brioche bun, delicious. That's awesome. I think I went there every morning. So <laughs> see, see now I just want to go to a hotel where they give you your key card at the desk. You go up to your room. And, like, just some random guest gets selected, you badge in, and you open it up, and it's a pizza restaurant. It's like, well, huh. what a surprise. <laughs> awesome. You guys are leaving, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Where, where do I put my bags? <laughs> well, cool. Well, Under the dish machine. Yeah. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, I, I also wanted to talk to you guys about, about some food memories and, uh, you know, being just food memorable experiences whether that be on the job things that you know the family maybe cooked or something like that uh you know whether it be you know i i often give the example of my my grandmother's cinnamon rolls the listeners have heard that a billion times but that's one of those things that really sticks with me um, i can still still pretty much taste those cinnamon rolls in, in a little town in kansas and and uh, definitely transports me me back. So, yeah, what are what are some good food memories for you guys, or things that have influenced you uh, to even you know yeah. to go into the restaurant industry? Any anything in and around that? Things that you really take with you today? Yeah, I think uh, for me, it's it's uh, Thanksgiving dinner, um, and and I mean that not like my grandma cooked like an amazing Thanksgiving dinner or my mom cooked an amazing Thanksgiving dinner. It was actually the opposite. Oh, nice. Um, it was. It was me kind of being interested in uh, in food at the time and saying, "Can I can I do it this year? I want to I want to do that." So yeah, I remember for a few years it, it used to be me and my best friend, and we just we'd go shopping the day before, get everything ready, and just like make this gigantic you know feast of stuff, and and then people would look at some of it and go, "What's that? I've never I've never seen that before. Where's the marshmallows on top of the sweet potatoes? Why didn't you?" <laughs> That's cool. Where did where did you draw your your inspiration to make things different where you saw that Thanksgiving dinner and you decided that that I well, know. I don't want to do the sweet I, potatoes. I mean, probably watching a lot of good eats when we when I grew up. Oh yeah, you know, Alton like, Brown. Alton Brown, you know. Yeah. Oh, he's a Martha Stewart fan. <laughs> Yeah, nothing is Martha. <laughs> yeah. Well, Al- Alton's coming to town here next month, so that's right. yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. Good eats live, so that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, I, um, and, you know, also my my family's like uh, I'm pretty much like purebred German as far as I know. Yeah. Um, and uh, for the longest time, like every year, we made uh, sausage at home. Just like just made our own, you know, breakfast sausage and all, yeah. all sorts of different summer sausage. Um, so I remember doing that, and it's always like done like probably not the most sanitary way in like, my dad's garage. But, sure, uh, you know, um, it's fun. Set know, that people, on the lawnmower; it'll be fine. People yeah. cutting stuff, <laughs> and, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
grandpa all shaky with a knife. Like, <laughs> Let me do it. You're scaring me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a that's that's a, it's a great memory. It's it's that's something awesome. to you know. Um, experience together i guess you know? for sure yeah. well yeah and i mean you get that experience of not only putting your hand in the you know in the putting your hand literally and figuratively in the dish um <laughs> but uh you know being able to present that and then shoot to have your family come over and go what is this and then oh my goodness this is awesome what did you do here i mean that's that's got to fill you with a lot of pride right. there too yeah. how, how about yourself scott what's uh what, oh, what, what memories yeah what brings you back or what inspires you mm, <sighs> inspires me i sh- I'm not really sure. I mean, I can, I can, I have, now that I can look back on it, I mean, I was always helping my mom out when I was little. Yeah. In the kitchen, even if it was some easy, like, bread and butter sandwiches. Sure. With sugar. Um, watching Julia Child back in the day with yeah. that. Um, I guess the holidays kind of almost a reverse of you. My, mine were rather normal, but, I mean, it was always the full spread. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't bad. My mom cooking stuff. I just, I think last time we went down there last week, we made uh, the favorite Thanksgiving meal after Thanksgiving. Uh, it's just like pork cutlets on a stick. Meat sticks is what oh, we call fun. them. Yeah, it's just bread and saltines, little chicken broth, throw them, bake them, done. Good Gun. cold, good warm. They're just noshy food. Uh, really, really awesome. Um, biggest memory, I think, is maybe impacted on me the most is my now brother and sister-in-law i catered their wedding oh cool ages ago yeah uh, just because i don't that was what proved to me is like oh there was actually 150 people here and i did it nice in a apartment complex <laughs> like kitchen at thing wow yeah i was sweating bullets but yeah <laughs> pulled it off <laughs> made way too much lasagna it was only lasagna thank goodness but i mean still i made way too much <laughs> One of them, though. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was just one wow. of those things, though, is that I had this is the first time on my own that I had, like actually like cost something out, priced it. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm gonna spend this much. Um, wasn't really looking to get paid. It was just more of, can I actually pull this off by myself? Can I get into this game? Yeah, and did it, and everyone liked it and didn't complain. And then the mom, now my mother-in-law. It paid me. It was like I, I was like I don't want anything. Just pay me what you think it's worth. And she ended up paying me double what I actually spent. Wow. So I'm like, sweet, yeah, this is this is viable. I could actually live off this, I suppose. That's fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, it was well, a good uh, proof of concept that yeah, you can actually do it for sure. So, so. well, you, you had mentioned you know as far as pricing and, and finding your own ingredients and things like that. I, how do you guys do that on the on the on the truck? I mean, uh, unfortunately, right now that's it's kind of like take what you can get. Um, yeah. You know, uh, we we go through food service providers. We also shop locally whenever we can. Yeah. Um, we but, make a lot uh, more in house. Right. Too. Yeah, I mean, we we make a lot. We combo. make a lot of stuff um, actually from scratch. Well, know? there's that so kind of that Alton Brown uh, yeah. methodology too. It's like, nope, we can we can make this. We're just oh, yeah, we're like going to do this here. So if we're know. buying in the product, we're buying in mm. the real potatoes. We're yeah, well, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah you know, right. but, but the Branston um, pickle, we don't use the Branston pickle. We actually make it now. So oh wow, on that uh, plowman toasty. So yeah, it's actually from scratch instead of uh, yeah the British product because yeah. Just trying to source it. Sure. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, no kidding. So, well, that's cool. What uh, what type of beer do you guys use in the the beer batter? If I may ask, I don't trade know if that's secret. A trade secret. <laughs> that's fine. I, 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 that's why I and, caveated that. Unless so. you happen to peer right into the window and see us hitting on the shelf. No, it's uh, we we use the Samuel Smith yeah, Oatmeal Stout. So, oh cool. Um, yeah, uh, just a nice English ale. You know that uh, that. Uh, Lends itself really well to our fish. Fermented know, in so. stone, stone casts. <laughs> <laughs> it says that on the label. It does say that on the, the bottle. so fancy. It's like gold on top. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. In, in stone casks. Yeah, and then you just dunk fish in it. <laughs> Sorry, Samuel Smith. But... <laughs> what are you guys going to do with our awesome? Well, we're going to dunk fish in it. We're dunk fish in it. Drink it. The, the other thing, and this may be a trade secret, too. One of the... Your guys' stuff always comes out, I mean, hot, perfectly crisp every time on that fish. But your ability to properly salt that fish is amazing. I don't know <laughs> what it is. It is just... It's the salt bacon. But it, that must be it. Is is that what... You don't have to be at least at a six-foot drop on the salt to let it come down <laughs> properly? Um, you know, maybe that's just my, my compliment to you rather than, than asking. But you guys just, you know... you're. It's just perfect every time. And I the only it's, secret it's, to that is uh, anything, Alton Brown would tell you is just make sure as soon as it comes off the fryer. Yeah. So, so just hit it. Away. Yeah. yeah. As fast as possible. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, nothing nothing fancy. Nothing no. magic. <laughs> keep it keep it simple, I think, no as you guys said. Yeah. 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 So um, kind of as we're, we're getting towards, towards the end here, just kind of open microphones, plural to you guys. Oh, Anything with Dire Lion, with the truck, anything about the restaurant industry you guys want to get out there and, and tell the folks or just anything at all? For my part, I mean, we're getting we're getting ramped up for Lent. So oh, yeah. uh, there will be a Fish special uh, little Lenten menu that we're throwing together. Uh, just off the top of my head, we're probably going to bring a cod bat back. Cool. Which I think we had when we were downtown. It's just our battered, uh, the battered fish. We'll just put it on a bun. So yeah. It's a rah-rah sauce. Uh, probably That's our house tartar, by the way. Yeah, house tartar. Rar, rar, and tartar. I love it. Get it, folks. And then the lion tail sauce, which is our cocktail sauce. Hmm, sense of pattern. But yeah, I know we're gearing up for that. Thanks to all our patrons and all the guys that have come out. I mean, really, the thing we had staying at TNT and even with you know the pandemic and all the challenges things people have faced which you know lowered our events people not being in offices and stuff i mean yeah the the, the draw that we had out there was really really kind of heartwarming yeah. i mean because we we we're still here and we're able yeah. to do it again yeah life for this year yeah. and then we'll see <laughs> we'll see about the year after that but yeah no thanks to thanks to everyone who comes out and patronizes our line for sure i mean it's it's a blessing so thanks i'm so glad i got to learn more about you and the amount of experience and love and heart that you guys are, are bringing on that truck and uh, anybody that gets a chance to try the the fish and chips or anything else out there i think will will be a return customer no question because okay. it's, it's delicious so our show is recorded and produced by Fatterday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and stay hungry. Fatterday Omaha. Eat this.